Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Greg Spencer, filling in for Adam Hildebrand, who's on the road with ORU basketball this week. And he will be back in town this Friday night to call the game. Uh, I'd like to thank Charlie Hanema for stepping in the booth last Friday. With me, as always, is head coach of the Broken Air Tigers, Josh Blankchip. Coach, how you doing this morning? Doing great. Let's start off on the offensive side of the football this week. Let's talk about Owen Jones, and, and let's talk a little bit about how efficient he's been. 14 of 19, 237 yards, three touchdowns. Talk about his maturity and growth and kind of where he's at going into this game. You know, he'd be the first to tell you, um, starts up front. Those guys are doing a great job protecting him, keeping him off his back. Um, and then the receivers are making play after play. And, and then, then there's a lot of the, the easy, quick stuff that is high efficiency, you know, the little quick screens that when they, they give us the, the those easy ones, he's doing a good job of seeing it and taking it. Um, but then he's, he's converting the big ones as well. And uh, um, I was talking with our quarterback's coach, Coach Graham, just yesterday. I think it's a would really blow you away if you look at his – statistics from the first half of the season to compare those to the second half and it's what you honestly hope and expect out of young guys um, especially at that position just the more reps they get the more experience they get uh, the improvement that you see and and he's been what we hoped he would be and and his improvement's been been incredible yeah you always talk about when guys start the season a lot of times whether they're starting as a freshman or starting as a sophomore by the end of that season you kind of look at them like like they're in that next grade already. No question. Uh, have you seen a lot of growth in terms of, you know, I know if you're a starting sophomore quarterback first year, you're probably a little reluctant to be a vocal leader. Have you seen growth out of him in that area as well? Yeah, no question. Um, you know, he's starting to take charge a little bit more, directing traffic, telling guys what to do, where to go. Um, the thing that it, it excites me the most is he's coming to the table with ideas. So he sees something, um, he's bringing it up now, which is really what you want to get to with a quarterback and and then being uh, kind of a partner in, in the not not just the game plan, but what they're seeing out there on the field. Because there's only one guy back there pulling the trigger with eyes on the defense, and and when they can communicate that stuff, uh, it takes you to the next level. So continue on the the trend of the Joneses. Uh, talk about your running back duo. You got a freshman and a senior. They both both have different styles, but they both really be you know seem to be hitting their stride at the right time. Talk about each Caden and Nate and what they're doing well right now. Again, boys up front are really finding ways to get it done against loaded boxes. Um, but there's only so much, you know, one of the kind of the sayings that the O-line has, O-line coaches have, is we'll get you to a safety. Um, the What makes those two guys special is they're either running through safeties or they're making safeties miss and then and then creating big things uh, once they get out of the box. Um, very different, both equally explosive, equally productive uh, Nate is one of those, I mean, he is thick, um, as fast as he is, uh, you know, he had an unbelievable track season last year, looking for big things from him in track this year as well, but, um, he'll surprise you at the load and the punch that he brings. Um, so the further you get into a game, the later you get into the game, it's, he's not somebody that guys want to tackle. Uh, KD, uh, he had one play, we ran a screen there at the end of the half and he literally made five guys miss that were uh, yeah. completely out in space. And so he's got that, that instinctive ability to uh, be twitchy and deceptive. And, and, uh, and then he's got the speed to go along with it. What, what is, what have you seen at his maturity in terms of, you know, just feeling like he's not a freshman anymore, man, we saw a big jump from uh, uh, team camp at the beginning of summer. And then once we started the season, I thought that growth caught me off guard as far as how fast he settled in. Yeah. Um, he's just gotten more and more comfortable uh, with the guys that he's playing with, uh, with where those creases and holes are going to be. Um, he's, his football IQ is off the charts. Um, so that's been impressive. I mean, we had uh, a couple weeks ago trying to run the clock out against Moore, and he goes and 
bust free and sits down right there short yeah. of the goal line. Unbelievably that's, unselfish. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but I can't get I couldn't get senior college <laughs> running backs to yeah. do that. And I've got a freshman high school kid doing that. It's uh IQ's off the charts. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit about Cade Matthews. He's a guy that just keeps getting better and better. It seems like early in the year, you know, you went to him a lot, but now he's coming through in the clutch. He's having big catches and, and come talk a little bit both about him, but then tell me what went into some of the, you know, your, your decisiveness on the on the sideline in terms of going for it on that big 98-yard touchdown. Yeah, Cade is uh, – I wish we had him another year. You know, we got him late uh, last year. Uh, he He's a baseball guy. He's a great baseball player. Um, but he's got all that, that length and that speed and natural hands. Um, he's just continued to improve. I mean, he's well coached. Uh, Coach Moore's done a great job with him. And um, his toughness, his, his precision, and his route running, his patience – um, and then his ability to high point it is kind of rare, you know, to time that thing out and uh, get up at the highest point. And he just looks like he's got stick him on his hands right now the way he's catching Yeah, he's ball. catching everything. Yeah. That particular play, though, you guys are at the two-yard line, right? Yeah. What what went into that call? Like, what was the score at that point? Was it 7-6? Yeah, it was, it was pretty early on, I feel yeah. like. Um, you know, they, they their quarterback punted it, I think, on a fourth down and got a great roll with the wind, got it down there. Um, it really wasn't that bold of a call. Um, it, it's something that we uh, we talk about in our walkthrough on Wednesday. We go, we talk about it again. What are all our situation uh, possible situations that could come up in football? So being backed up, we always discuss as an offense what our top two calls are going to be. Yeah. You know, if there's the, that one inch line, maybe getting a little bit of room. Um, you know, if if we've got enough room uh, to take a shot, you know, we wanted to take a shot and. The guys executed. I mean, that's that's more to me what was impressive was we protected. Um, Owen had the poise to play fake, play action, and sit in the pocket and trust that protection in that end zone. And then we talked about the the patience and route running. But Cade really sold um, a crack block into the into the box. Was patient and then exploded out of it. And then Owen hit him in stride. Yeah, and then he had to break a couple tackles too. And Cade naturally yeah. sticked it, stuck it, and uh, then ran away from everybody. Yeah. Uh, you you touched on it briefly about the offensive line, uh, but let's give those guys a little bit more shout out here in terms of kind of it's an experience group. I think you've, you've talked about how you got four seniors and then a sophomore. Yep. Is that correct? Talk about what what are they? I think I've noticed. I feel like their pass protection has improved as the season has gone on. You guys have ran the ball pretty well right. all year, but where are they are where are they at right now heading into this game Friday? They're playing their best football. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, Marty and Reed, um, uh, along with the sophomore, were probably the least experienced guys coming into the season. You had uh, Jamison Mejia and Chance Merrick that are returning starters, so you expected them to pick up where they left off. Um, uh, but Reed, uh, man, at right tackle has really, really progressed. He was our hog of the week last week. Um, and then Marty's just been a, a warrior um, along with our sophomore, uh, Fernandez. But um, I think the run game, uh, you know, how, how well they've produced there is what is setting up the productivity in the, in the pass protection. Um, you know, the more effective you are in, in that run game, you're going to slow down the blitz a little bit. They're going to have to be gap sound and, and really play sound defense. Um, but they're, they're doing a great job. They deserve all the credit in the world for what they're doing. All right, that's Josh Blankenship talking the offensive side of the football. We're going to go to commercial. You're watching Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment. 
100 coloring books and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We're here to talk defense now. You guys held Norman under 300 yards of offense on Friday night. Obviously, there was an injury to their quarterback, which was a guy you talked a lot about last week. Uh, talk a little bit about the defensive side, the effort. Uh, you guys had two defensive touchdowns, which you know played a big role in some momentum changing. Talk a little bit about your defense. Uh, one of their best games, probably their best game they've played, uh, four-quarter game. Uh, it really came down to they gave up three plays. Um, obviously, their quarterback being a weapon uh, and him being out for the uh, the second half and, and part of the second quarter was a uh, blow to them and, yeah. uh, you know, a benefit to us. Um, but, uh, you know, like you said, we had a scoop and score by Derek Osmond, uh, and then we had a, a pick six yeah, by Elijah Wilson. Um, if your defense scores two times, you, you're in great shape to win yeah. the game. Talk a little bit about Derek. It seems like he he kind of has had a knack lately of, of making some big plays, whether it be offense and defense. What's what's he done well as this year's progressed? He's playing hard. Um, you know, it, he was initially at tight end, and uh, at, I think it was early in the season we made the transition. He's still playing both, but yeah. uh, primarily focusing in on on a spot defensive end. Um, allowing him to just cut loose and play is really the secret for him. He's so gifted athletically. He's he's long. He's physical as crap. Um, and just putting him in a position where it's an either-or thing and uh, not putting too much on his plate and letting him play free and hard. Yeah, both both of the defensive touchdowns were really momentum changers. I mean, oh, yeah. the scoop and score, I think, was 12-6, 13-6 before that. Uh, I can't remember what the what the score was on Elisha's, but was that a second-half turnover? Uh, I don't remember which half, but it was. Uh, you felt like it was still kind of a back-and-forth yeah. game, and that was a little bit of a backbreaker for him. Uh, he's a guy you've spotlighted on this show several times this year when he's missed a couple games, yep. how much you guys miss him. Talk about what his presence means to you. Man, he uh, kind of uh, – uh, uh, the physical aspect is is what I think gets lost when he's not out there is, is the way he comes downhill so aggressively. Um, he's got several tackles for losses, which is really pretty incredible yeah. for a safety. Um, he reads those fast screens really well, and he beelines it in there. Um, but then he finally got rewarded in some pass coverage there with that pick six, so it was was excited for him to get that and – uh, he he's a big part of that defense and not only the plays that he's making, but the the juice that he brings. Talk about uh, who else stood out on the defense side of the ball Friday night. Anybody in particular that maybe we haven't mentioned on the show? I know we've talked a lot about how Dietrich's, you know, transition to the safety position has, has sparked a lot of things, but is there anybody else that you kind of want to give a shout out to? Uh, Howard Scarborough is really uh, coming along as one of our best cover corners. Uh, he does a great job. Um, and again, we've I think we've talked about him before, but his transition from being a running back last year to playing full-time corner this year has really been good. Um, the boys up front, man, we're going to go as they go. Uh, Shane Wyatt, uh, Riley Ferguson, Demarius Reynolds, um, and then obviously Osmond uh, doing his stuff. Condry coming off the edge. Uh, i tell you another one uh, that is really making a splash right now is, is Josh Wilhite, who's primarily yeah. been a tight end, but making the move over, playing both sides of the ball. When he's in on defense, he is a handful. So if you had to – some of these guys that are playing both ways now as the season goes on, have you reduced some of their snaps on the offensive side of the ball? You have to a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, Will Height's a warrior, so, I mean, if he can go, he's in there, yeah. both sides. Um, but you definitely um, – you know, you're watching it. You know, you try to let them catch their breath. Uh, but then as soon as, as he can go, he's back in there. All right, that's the Tiger defense. We're going to go to commercial and come back with the player segment. You're watching Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. 
Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football. We now move on to our player segment for the week, and I've got Donovan Hardaway and Demarius Reynolds joining us here today. How are you guys doing? Good. All right, we're going to start off this segment with a little bit of background information from you guys. So, Donovan, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about your background information, where you're from, are you a BA lifer, what schools have you gone to? Well, growing up, I went to Country Lane, and then I went to Rhodes. But as far as football, I've always been, like, an offensive player. And last year was, like, my first year of actually taking defense, like, serious. So so how's that adjustment been for you? I mean, it's been really good. I've enjoyed it a lot, like, being able to hit people instead of getting hit all the time. <laughs> Be the aggressor instead of, instead of that. Nice. Coach, what, what went into some of the, the thought process about making that position change for him? You know, we're always looking at guys on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, he popped right away uh, last year when we got here as a leader. Um, and then having that kind of leadership in the secondary to, to go along with the skill set that he brings was, uh, was critical for us. And so it was an easy move, especially once he started playing um, and making the plays that he does. It, it was easy to stick with it, too. And he wears sunglasses to a podcast. So Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling left out right now. I'm the only guy without the sunglasses. Uh, talk a little bit about your game as a defensive back. What do you think you bring to the table, and how have you adjusted to that position? Well, last year playing corner, it was really just like a lot of man and just focusing on coverage. And this year playing safety, I knew I'd have to come up a lot more and make tackles. Because when you play corner, like you'd make tackles, but like playing safety, you have to be able to cover and make tackles at the same time. So – my dad just told me just play aggressive and still just, like, focus on coverage because you never know what it's going to be. So. Talk a little bit about uh, your whole unit, the defensive backs, your coaches. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I enjoy everybody back there. We're always having a good time, but I enjoy my coaches a lot too. So, Anybody in particular that's been playing well as a, as a D-back lately? Well, Dietrich Moore has really stepped up from coming from linebacker and learning all the plays at safety, but – as a whole unit, everybody's just done their job. So I'm going to give you guys both a chance to answer this question. But tell me a little bit about this guy. What does he bring to the table? <laughs> Mari, he brings a lot to the table. He helps up on the front line. Because I remember some games I get mad at him when he take all the tackles. Like, <laughs> I get off my block a lot. of Like when we played Southmore, oh, my gosh. All the D linemen took every tackle. So, but – at the end of the day, as long as the person's down, that's a good thing. So. All right, same question for you. What are you going to tell us about Donovan? Well, Donovan, I trust him to give me time to get there to the quarterback in a pass situation. And um, I know he's going to be there if I miss a tackle. I know he's going to be right there filling the gap right behind me or uh, 
Abdul or Dietrich or somebody's going to be there if I miss a block or, like, miss a tackle or something like that. So you guys are coming off a couple pretty good games. You're kind of getting better as a unit as the season progresses, clicking at the right time. What do you – and you're a senior, right? Uh, talk about your senior season. What have you felt like you've done individually to get better as the year's goes on, year has gone on? Um, just more focused about, like, my effort and, like, playing through the whistles and um, just run with my head loose pretty much, try to get to the football as much as I can. It's been a roller coaster. been win-losses, heartbreaks, but uh, I've been having fun, enjoying my time. Coach, tell me a little bit about both these guys. You, you mentioned last night that uh, when the defense clicks, when Demarius is playing well, talk a little bit about him and Donovan and kind of what they bring to the table. Yeah, two really completely different roles like they talked about, but uh, Mari, is, uh, he's got all the ability in the world, and like he mentioned, when he brings it for four quarters um, up front, uh, and Donovan can get jealous all he wants of the tackles, but when we're taking <laughs> taking it to him up front uh, where it starts, um, you know, that's that's the secret sauce right there. And then Donovan on the back end, like I mentioned, the leadership back there, uh, in addition to being aggressive and being the, the playmaker that he is, the leadership back there, it's almost like the quarterback of the secondary and quarterback of the defense of getting everybody lined up, uh, making sure we're recognizing the formations that we're seeing and, and communicating the calls that come in from the sidelines. So, both of them uh, incredible assets to our defense and, and our team. Um, and, you know, two completely different roles, but two critical roles. Nice. Uh, Demarius, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you originally from? Um, I've been born and raised in Broken Arrow. I've pretty much been here my whole life. But, uh, yeah, that's where I come from. What schools did you go to? Uh, I went to Creekwood, then Westwood, before, like, they uh, made it to the track field over there. Then uh, Centennial, then uh, the Freshman Academy, and obviously the high school. All right. Talk a little bit about the rest of your defensive line. Who, who's bringing a lot to the table right now? Uh, Ferg, because uh, Ferg and Shane, when I get double teamed or, like, triple teams one time, I know those two are going to make the play if I'm, they're focused on me in the game or something like that. Same question for both of you. What is what is the most challenging aspect of your position? Uh, for me, I'm probably seeing the ball. I'm not good at putting my contacts in, so <laughs> a lot of the times, like, just finding the ball and trying to yeah. see what's going on is probably the hardest thing. Uh, for me, it's probably, like, trying to make a play too much, uh, so I get out of my get out of my gap, and I get into somebody else's gap, and I miss the play if I would have just stayed in my gap. What are you guys looking, uh, same question as well, what are you looking to forward to Friday night in this rematch with Union? I'm looking forward for everybody to just do their job and just get after it. Playing that uh, BA Union atmosphere one more time. Nice. All right, a couple final questions, some some, some rapid fire stuff. Uh, talk about uh, let's let's do an either or segment. All right, you you can you can choose one: YouTube, Netflix, or TikTok. Netflix. <laughs> Got to get rid of two of them. TikTok. You're going with only TikTok. That's crazy. This guy must have a short intention span. <laughs> uh, college or pros football? College. College or pro basketball? NBA or college basketball? Pro. Pro. Yeah, easy one there. Uh, <laughs> college basketball is just not as good these days. Uh, what do you guys like to do off the field? Music, movies, TV game, uh, video games, stuff like that? Uh, I'd be playing video games. I'd be playing, like, 2K, Overwatch, and all that. Madden. I like hanging out with my nephew. Probably hanging out with my dad sometimes. 
Family man over here. Yeah. What is your, your favorite music, pregame music? Who's your favorite artist to listen to to get you hyped for the game? Raw Wave. Uh, Jason Aldean, When the Lights Come On. It's my go-to song. Wasn't expecting that one, but I like it. Uh, Coach, you got any final questions for these guys before we let them go? No. No? You know enough about them? I do. <laughs> All right, good deal. We thank you guys for joining us here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We'll be right back after this. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Moving on to the Union game, we got a rematch. Uh, Union still undefeated on the season, currently ranked number one. Uh, first game was really pretty close for for quite a while, but it felt like you guys never really got. It's really one of the only two games of the season that you guys really didn't, you know, put up a lot of numbers offensively. Uh, what do you feel good about going into this game? Adjustments, improvements, wise that gives you guys a good chance to go and and give Union all you got Friday night? Well, the biggest thing is uh, is the way our guys are playing right now. And I don't just mean uh, uh, how sound, how uh, scheme sound they're playing, but uh, the energy and the the fanatical effort that they're playing with right now is is really been a work in progress, and we're starting to see it um, defensively, all 11 guys at once flying around, uh, playing very physical football. Uh, I think that's the biggest difference. Um, Secondly, you know, as far as scheme goes, we, we've got a better idea of who we are identity-wise on both sides of the ball, special teams included. Um, and we've really tried to tap into those things um, and do what we do best and, and find other ways to do what we do best instead of trying to experiment to see things we can do. Do you think, you know, I know uh, you look at, you know, playoffs in terms of, you know, professional sports sometimes. Sometimes when teams get those first-round buys and have a little extra time off, it can, it can often – bite them in the butt a little bit. Do you think there's a little bit in terms of you guys having momentum coming off, you know, a game this week and then maybe having the rest versus rust argument that might help you out a little bit? Well, I don't, I don't put much stock in, you know, what the other team's dealing with, yeah. uh, positive or negative, uh, bye week, non-bye week. Uh, I do know I'm glad we didn't have a bye week. Yeah. Um, other than the seeding, you'd like to have a great seed going in. Um, but it was really important for us to keep playing football. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's uh, going to be a positive thing for us to keep the momentum. Watching tape, do you see anything that they're doing differently compared to when you played them early in the season? Uh, I think they're getting the ball to all their athletes. Um, it seemed like it was kind of a two-headed monster uh, the first game with Tempest, uh, number seven, and then their running back, number six. Um, they've got athletes all over the field, so you really uh, you see them using all those athletes probably better than they did the you know, second game of the season. Uh, defensively, they just look um, like they're in better shape. Um, you know, those, those huge guys up front. Uh, probably struggle a little bit with their conditioning um, in the early in the season, and those guys are in shape and ready to go, uh, and they're playing really good defense. Talk about both you guys and how healthy are both teams going into this matchup. I don't know about them. Uh, we we're pretty healthy. Um, you got your typical, uh, you know, bum ankle, sore shoulder, um, but as far as uh, season-ending injuries, we're in great shape. Um, you know, concussion guys in protocol. I don't think we've got any starters that are dealing with that right now. Um, so it's a pretty rare thing that, that we've got right now, with, which is a uh, almost 100% healthy squad. 
Talk a little bit about what's it like for you to go back to Union. Obviously, you grew up there, coach's kid, played there, coached there yourself. You're a Broken Arrow Tiger now, but is it still, especially now that you know you got a different stadium in essence, what's that feeling like when you step on that field to coach there? I get asked that a lot, um, especially in the weeks yeah. that we're playing those guys. I really – Doesn't uh, mean a lot to you It does anymore. not at all. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the familiarity, like you know those guys over there that yeah. are coaching there, you know. Um, but just like our players know those those players over there. Um, so outside of the familiarity uh, with the people, um, it's a it's a quarterfinal playoff game, yeah. and and that is it. And I don't mean to minimize that. I mean no, that, that's yeah, a that's totally, a totally that's it. a big deal. And yeah. uh, my sole focus is doing everything I can to get our guys in a position to go be successful. And and that's all I'm consumed with thought wise. Awesome. All right, that's all we got for this week on Inside Tiger Football. Brought to you by Rib Crib. Broken Arrow Union Friday night. We'll be bringing it live to you on AeroVision. Be, be sure you're following at BA Tiger Sports for ticket information and all of that. And we will see you next time.